the Joe Rogan experience? Uh, this book, The Myth of Normal. This is your book. Yeah, it's called The Myth of Normal, Trauma, Illness, and Healing in a Toxic Culture. And it kind of sums up everything I've ever learned. What exactly is toxic about our culture? Is that a too big a question? No, it, it's, it's, the, uh, it's the central question. Yeah. Um, if you imagine you're a microbiologist in a laboratory growing microorganisms in a Petri dish, that's called a culture. You know, you put in a brew and with the right nutrients and the microorganisms thrive and they multiply. But if a lot of them start getting sick and a lot of them start dying, you'd say this is a toxic culture. Now, if you look at what's happening in North America now, there's an article in the New York Times 10 days before we speak of a teenager being on 10 different psychiatric medications, 10 different psychiatric medications. More and more kids are being diagnosed with ADHD, with anxiety, with depression. The rate of childhood suicide is going up, and everybody's saying, what's going on here? Why is this going on? More and more people are getting autoimmune disease, uh, mental health issues, the overdose crisis in the States, over 100,000 people died of overdoses. Either we assume that these are all accidents and sort of um, blows of misfortune, or we get that there's something about this culture that's fomenting so much illness. 70% of American adults are on at least one medication. Can 70? 70, yeah. 40% are on about two at least. That's a toxic culture. There's all kinds of, I could talk about what makes it that way, but when I talk about toxic culture, I'm talking about its impact on the people who inhabit it. So this toxic culture, are, are you just talking about uh, the, the overall way human beings communicate? Is it the way we're being raised? Is it the foods we eat? Is it everything? It's all that. It's all. And uh, salient amongst them, how we raise our kids. What about how we raise our kids? Well, if you look at how human beings evolved uh, over millions, really, of years and uh, hundreds of thousands of years, and even our own species has been on the earth for about 150, 200,000 years, for all that time until the blink of an eye ago, we lived out in nature in small band hunter-gatherer groups where kids were raised communally so that it wasn't just an isolated nuclear family or an isolated mother or father. It was grandparents and uncles and aunts and the whole community. It takes a village, as the saying goes. It takes a whole community. Now, children also were picked up when they cried. In fact, they were never even put down. They slept with their parents. They were breastfed for three or four years. Um, in today's society... And I can start even before then. Already we know that stresses on the pregnant women have a negative Im impact on the infant, physiological impact on the infant's brain development. I mean, it's not even controversial. In our society, we don't pay attention to women's emotional needs when they're pregnant, and we don't pay attention to the child's emotional needs. So the child needs to be held and accepted unconditionally. Now, in our society, we actually tell parents not to pick up the kids when they're crying. Yeah. And that is an insult and a trauma to the child. And that has an impact on the child's trust in the world, sense of safety, sense of belonging, how they feel about themselves. You know, in the book I talk about my mom, and I talk about my own infancy in Budapest, Hungary, as a Jewish infant under the Nazis. So you can imagine how stressed my mom was. 
But forget the Nazis for a minute. I read her diary, and she writes, this is when I'm two weeks of age, and we're in the maternity hospital. And she says, my poor little Gabor, my heart is breaking for you because you want to be fed and you're hungry, but I promised the doctor I would only feed you every four hours. And you've been crying for the last hour and a half. What's it like for an infant to lie there next to their mom and not be picked up and fed for an hour and a half? Now try telling a mother baboon or a mother cat or a mother bear to ignore the child's distress for an hour and a half. So the very advice that we give to a lot of parents these days already damages the child. Where was that? Where's that advice coming from? Like, who are the experts that thought it was a good idea to not pick up children when they're crying? It's been going on for about a hundred years, um, maybe even longer. Uh, Doctor Spock—I don't know if you remember the mm-hmm. name Benjamin Spock. <clears throat> His um, book was just the most influential parenting Bible for decades, through the fifties and the sixties and the seventies. And he talked about the tyranny of the baby he wants to be picked up. He says, well, how you deal with that is you walk out and you shut the door and you don't go back. In other words, you isolate the infant. Now, look at how hunter-gatherers raise their children. They carry their babies everywhere. I met a Cree woman once who told me in our community, kids weren't even allowed to touch the ground for two years. They were just held all the time. So it's modern life. It's the pressure and stresses of modern life acting on parents that makes it so difficult for them to really be there for their kids. Now, my mother's heart was breaking. She went against her own instincts to follow the doctor's advice. Again, you tell a mother rat or a mother baboon to ignore the baby's cries, and you find out what mother rage is all about. And what does this affect of not holding babies and not comforting them when they cry? What does this have on the child? Well, let's say you're my friend, okay? And you come to me for help as an adult, and I ignore you. What's the impact on you? What are you going to believe? I don't know. I mean, if if you ignore me, I'm going uh, to take into account what the rest of the world says. You might, but what would you believe about my attitude towards you? I would think you're ambivalent. Yeah, and I don't, don't care. care. And, and exactly. That's yeah. exactly the impact on the child. Not consciously, but unconsciously, the child makes the assumption that there's something wrong with me. I'm not lovable. Uh, the world is an unsafe place because we learn about our worlds through how we interact with our caregivers. That's the template. I mean, if you ever raised a puppy dog, you know that how you treat that little infant animal has a huge impact on what kind of a creature they're going to develop into, well, human beings are the same. In fact, even more so. 